0: The FujiCast is an independent Loading Zone production. Kev, okay, you're somebody who believes in uh, believes in stuff. You've got a fairly open mind. What, what do you think about the Loch Ness Monster?
1: Definitely exists.
0: Yeah? Definitely. Is it? Is, it, is that because you want it to believe or you really believe
1: it? No, I, I've been on the Loch a few times. Have you? Admittedly, I've been on boys' trips kind of thing. Oh, so hang on, on a minute. might have been I, a little bit yeah, of whiskey involved. Yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> Right. Uh, and I didn't
1: see it, but yeah. I definitely felt a little bit nervous. So that means it's true. <laughs> is, is a, oh, we've solved the Loch Ness Monster thing. Now, well, the, the the
0: waters move on the locks in, in very mysterious ways, often when you're not quite expecting it as well. So that's why a lot of people, think, oh, what's that? What's that? What's that? And it's not anything at all. It's just water movement. And that, that long neck thing that the... Uh, that, that i don't know who was the first to spot it that made a picture that's now been um hasn't
1: that now been uncovered as a as a fake yeah he was a doctor or something i think right and he was just messing about and right. then it was like the newspapers it was like in the 1920s or something wasn't it yeah well uh, a little bit later i think but but what what happened was the the uh, i think it was the a policeman
0: that started it by refusing to rule out that there was a monster Uh, And it was after that that somebody said, well, if the police are refusing to rule it out, it was like a negative that made it a positive, then there must be a Loch Ness Monster. Anyway, Mm. I met the Loch Ness Monster Hunter, a guy called Steve Felton. Who thirty ish years ago does the name ring a bell? It made no I, I thought he made name rings a bell voices. Um, but thirty years ago he just, he was he was in Dorset. He he uh, lived in Dorset, worked as an accountant, and he'd worked out and this 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 might be something where you think, Oh yeah, yeah, I see where it's coming from. He worked out that in in his life. Only 4% of his year was actually holiday, and he wanted to turn it the other way round. So he got a library van, did some basic changes to it, and now lives in it on the lock, looking out for the Loch Ness Monster, who's been doing that for 28, 30 years. Beats accounting, that's for sure. Uh, that's certainly true, yeah. The Fuji Cast. Welcome, then. Um, it feels like, I don't know, we only did this a couple of weeks ago, but I feel like I've been away ages because. Um, I was away on my Scottish retreat and, uh, I don't know, I just life stopped, Kev.
1: Mm, might, might have done for you. Time, <laughs> for me, time, bloody everywhere.
0: Oh, been, oh, time stood still for me. I just went for a walk each day, <laughs> in essence, I met amazing people like Steve Felton. What have you been up to then?
1: Oh, God. Weddings, Wales, weddings, Wales, Wales, weddings, all that kind of stuff. But I'm off weddings now for a couple of months, so I'm off to... Where am I going this weekend? I told you, I've forgotten now. Arsenal? No.
0: No. um... Oh, I know where you're going. Jersey. Jersey, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Jersey this weekend. No, it's a a judo thing, but you won't be laying hands on anybody, will you?
1: Well, I don't know. I mean... I've got to take my judo suit, otherwise Gemma won't believe it was judo tour. <laughs> <laughs> so, I might just take the suit out and stash it in the garden, and then uh, just get on the plane with the boys. I don't know. We'll see. I'm not. I'm not particularly. Uh, I'm a bit broken in parts at the moment, so whether I actually get on the mat or not, I don't know. But I'm looking forward to going to Jersey. I've never been before. Oh, it's a wonderful place. I love Jersey. You've got to fly in one of those little wheelbarrows with with propellers (laughs) on it, though.
0: I don't like the same for that. Well, isn't that strange? Uh, Over the last couple of weeks, I've had this conversation. Mally Davis, who's a a super photographer, landscapes, trees, street now as well, has become a good friend. He um, he was our speaker on the... uh, on the retreat, and uh, he flew up. Uh, uh, he was flown up. We flew him up, we did, from Manchester Airport on Rubberband airways, as we kept calling it, which is a bit unfair because uh, <laughs> uh, it's, it's, it's a well-established airline that has been operating between Manchester and Inverness for many, many years. But he said that when he got on the aircraft, the manifest had been somehow, well, removed itself. So they needed to do a head count and then the headcount didn't work. And then somebody, the pilot came on and said, Well, they've they've overfilled they've they've filled us up with petrol and we've got to lose some weight. <laughs> so this is all this is all happening while they're on the ground. And Mali doesn't like flying at the best of times. Mm. And he and he said, Well, the next thing that happened is they started taking all the food carts off. Like that mm-hmm. would make a huge amount of difference.
1: Okay, it makes you worry though, doesn't it, that? <laughs> Yeah. what would you have done at that point Kev well I just said yeah you can get rid of the food carts but don't get rid of the beers oh everything went Kev oh I don't know so, I, I, I've been on these planes before to, from Bristol to Cork and places stuff like that but yeah, it's it's going to be quite stormy Thursday morning as it well is. when I fly, which is also a little bit of a worry. Where
0: are you flying from? Let me just check for
1: you. Bristol, right? Bristol me, to Jersey.
0: Let me go on the av. I've got still got I still got my login for the aviation weather, the met weather thing here. Let's go to Bristol, Jersey. Are you okay. Brist- Careful. What time are you going? <laughs> 10:40 a.m. Well, uh, it says zero percent rain, and you've got a north. Northeasterly, a light northeasterly breeze, nine miles an hour. Piece of cake, Kev. Well, that make me feel a lot better. You'll be fine. Yeah, oh no, we well, the, wrong-
1: to the air- we're all getting to the airport about seven a.m. anyway, just to prepare ourselves.
0: I've got the wrong day. Sorry, wrong day. Did you oh. say th- Thursday or Friday?
1: Thursday. No, you're right. Thursday it is.
0: No, you're fine, Kev. Fine. Look at it. No probs at all.
1: yet there's a website I use called. It's called. Oh, hold on. Are you uh, afraid of flying? Dot com. <laughs> no. Um, it's called Turbli.com, tubl com, And you put in the, it only works the same day or the day after. Turbli. You put in turbli.com. You put in the flight details and it tells you exactly what your turbulence forecast is. No. Yeah. And it's accurate as well because I did it, I do it all the time. And it's basically, when we came back from Spain in the summer, we had a bumpy flight back. Um, you usually do it at the end of, end of August from Spain. Yeah. And it was it was it was dead right. It was like you know, at about 20 minutes into the flight, you're going to be you right. know strapped to your seats, and oh. thereafter it should be all right. Let me, let me just right. put one in. right.
0: Uh, London Gatwick to uh, I'll just put Tenerife in. Okay, departure day today. I'm on Turbly. Let's have a little search here. Oh, it's warning for Hurricane Nigel, but I don't think that's anywhere. Hurricane Nigel sounds just odd.
1: Which flight? Because it's come up with three flights. Go for EasyJet because they bump around. Go for the 4:35 EasyJet flight. Because they what? Bump around. Yeah, they bump around right more than British Airways. No, don't, they. They don't Yeah, they do, because they're all, like, trainee pilots and stuff.
0: No, Kev, uh, they're not. They're fully qualified but, pilots.
1: They're about 18
0: years old. Well, they might look it to you and I these days. That's true. <laughs> right. Oh, look at that. That's some, I, This is rev, rev, revelationary. Revolutionary. Uh, revolution, well, it might be that as well.
1: Just there some light. Forecast just, computed assuming a geodesic route.
0: Yeah, this is, says just some light turbulence, smooth flight.
1: But look at the landing. That looks a bit bumpy to me.
0: It no, <laughs> that doesn't look so good, does it? No. That's right. But I don't mind that bit because I'm thinking, in five minutes we'll be down, uh, yeah. we'll be docked, and I'll be I'll be smelling that fresh
1: air of warmth. Yeah, yeah. it's a good sight though.
0: I'm, I'm now going to try and look for flight. I'm going to spend the whole of our program now <laughs> looking for a really horrible flight. <laughs> My mother-in-law has gone to She went the other day They went to uh, South Africa And their flight out of the nine hours they were in I think it's about nine hours On their A380 Which should just sit there like a huge bus in the sky Shouldn't it? Two and a
1: half hours of turbulence. Uh, I've had bad turbulence going back from Dubai on one of them things.
0: Have you? I I didn't even think that would be possible. I would have thought they'd have just sat there, no probs at
1: all. See, if you look at Bristol to St Helier tomorrow, Mm -hmm. it says bumpy descent but smooth flight during the rest. Lovely. Big bumpy descent as well. Look, it's gone up to the moderate. It's gone up to the 30 bit. Yeah,
0: that's all right. You'd have had your beer by then. Ah, well, you're gonna, you're going to be okay, Kev. It's a nice, smooth flight on Thursday. Smooth takeoff, at least on Rubberband Airlines. <laughs> Is it one of those ones where they have the stick at the back? Where where you you, you might you might have been on one this more. I've certainly been on one down to probably somewhere like Newquay or Exeter, where it, where it's um, where they put a everybody gets out the back and they put a stick at the back to stop the plane flipping up when everybody walks to the back to get off
1: well the last time i went on one of these planes was when i went like i said i went to cork um i think i was doing a wedding or a website uh, a workshop i can't remember anyway um got to bristol it was with Lingus, and i got there and i checked in and went and sat down and had a coffee and stuff like that because i was driving the other side and then i got there was a tano announcement to bristol airport with mr mullin please return to check-in and i was like That can't be me, because Mullins, Mullin. Anyway, they did it about four times. And I eventually went up to the security. I said, they keep saying Mr. Mullins. I'm Mr. Mullins. He said, give me a passport. He said, yeah, no, it's you. So I had to go right back out. I had to go to the check-in desk. And my electric razor was buzzing in my bag. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> um, and I always leave my bag open so they can just, you know, yeah, if they have one, want to have have a, a s- poke around, around, they yeah. can do so. Um, but they were like, yeah, we couldn't, we knew. We know actually Razor, but we co- we're we not allowed to do that. No, so. Right, fine. So then I had to go back through security. And interestingly, on the second time through security, I was, uh, and nothing had changed. I didn't have anything with me. I got beeped and bonged and they did body swipes and all that kind of stuff. Whereas the first time I threw nothing. Anyway, I get on the little bus out to my Aer Lingus plane, and I, I pull up, and it's only an Eddie Stobart plane. Stobart? Oh, Air. that's cool, Kev. Stobart. It was a fellow. The fellow was just leaning out the window. You know, I was like, mm, no, no, <laughs> mm, he should be driving a lorry, innit? He shouldn't. You should be eating a, a, a chunky Galaxy Bar or whatever they do. Yorkies. Stowbar Air is like, oh, that's the. Oh, you ch- asked me to get a picture. Didn't I you? did. Yeah. Was it Jack oh, or Tom? Yeah.
0: Well, it was Thomas, Thomas at the time. Yeah. yeah. He, he loves it. Yeah. He, yeah. There we go. <laughs> <Stowbar Air.
1: laughs> it was fine, though. It was a really nice oh, flight. Actually.
0: He's collecting, by the way. I'm not sure whether I should say this or not, but I'll just say this and we'll move on quickly. He's. he's He's collecting um, air safety cards, Thomas is. He wants to be an airline pilot when he's older. And it's a really good way for us to make him do his maths homework, by the way. So we, we're encouraging this, of course. And the fact that he might, you know, might be able to look after his old dad in the years to come, you know, with, mm. with cheap flights. And uh, so he's collecting air safety cards. So if you happen to go on, a, on something a bit exotic, like an, like an air Stobart, Stobart Air... Can we have the safety card, please? Obviously, I'm not uh,
1: sure you meant to remove those. O- you know? Obviously, ask first. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you get a panicky p- f- flyer the next flight. Like, please refer to your safety cards. <laughs> I never got one.
0: Well, it'd be like Ryanair that just stick them on the seats now.
1: Yeah, <laughs> they just. I seen. I seen Ryanair. You know, Ryanair and EasyJet. That, uh, the air stewards, they jump up and down at the front to make it a bit bumpier. I'm sure they do. No, they don't, Kev. Oh, yeah, because then you want to buy more alcohol off them. <laughs> no, they don't. That's what they do. That's why an EasyJet flight, EasyJet flight, if it's an hour for like British Airways, it's at least an hour and a half for EasyJet because they fly around longer at the top so they can sell you more stuff. <laughs> no, it's just because uh, I'm not sure they pay the same amount as,
0: of money as British Airways for getting the uh, top slots. I don't know. I have no idea. I made that up. Right. Should we get on with this? We're, we're 12 minutes in and we're talking about aeroplanes. Thanks yeah. for listening to the Aircast. <laughs> um, we should thank pick first of all, for sponsoring us. Thank you very much, you lovely people. pick It's where myself and Kev uh, both have galleries for our clients. It's where you, where you sell your Sorry. albums. I sell prints through it. But it's also just a, It's a great, very, very professional way to show your work. Um, online and you know, not, not it's not just little boxes of pictures. You can resize the pictures so you can show your hero images, uh, and all sorts of stuff like that. That's a Pete
1: Seeger song that, isn't it? Little boxes. Little boxes. Little boxes on a hillside. It's about the um it's about that row of houses in San Francisco, the colourful colourful houses in San Francisco. Who's the one with the hair cold today, me or you? <laughs> <laughs> Have you been on the Benelin? No, not yet. <laughs> Uh, I I don't do that until about three (laughs) o'clock. Yeah, I had an email actually, uh, there was a message in the group about pick time and somebody was saying, um, they were struggling to understand if it was multinational, i.e. it seemed to be all geared up for American things, but it's absolutely not. I think that's just the default. You go into the settings, change it to Sterling, GPP, all of that kind of stuff. Everything is British then. Or of course, all your other languages that they support, which is hundreds. Yeah.
0: Um, go to pick-time.com. Then, when when you get to the uh, the the area to join up, just use FujiCast. We always say it. What do we say, Kev? In uppercase. In uppercase doesn't. I don't Either. think it makes any difference. But just do it to humour us, and you can get one month free of charge. Hmm. Um, right. Shall we start? We should. We should. Right. Do you want to go first for the Facebook group, or um, I'll
1: go first. Yeah. Go on, so, um, and only because it will it answers a kind of weird bit as well. So this is from Patrick Kelly, and uh, it says, "Sad to hear that Kev will be retiring from the show."
0: We, we've <laughs> but, got this for months to come, by the way,
1: <laughs> but I hope to get this in before the end. So before I before we we go into the question, Patrick, I'm not retiring from the show. The show is continuing. I'm just going to be doing a little less weddings, um, a lot less weddings, but everything else will remain the same. <laughs> So. It was our
0: it was a, a click-baity title, and there we go. It backfired on us.
1: Did a bit, yeah. Uh, anyway, the question is, I learned that the NISI filter kit, which I got for my Ooh. Ricoh GR3, yeah. also happens to fit on my X100V with the filter mounting extender ring oh, thing. Right. Um, with the included six times and three times ND filters yeah. of the NISI filter kit, plus the inbuilt ND filter of the camera, I find I can do a 60-second exposure in full daylight. It's fun to play with. To bring this round to an actual question, what's been your experiences in using too slow shutter speeds in weddings or portraits? Have you tried it? Gotten good, bad reactions? Cheers.
0: Don't they become just that new form of art?
1: I was going to say, isn't that the thing now? <laughs> we talked about that before. How to focus pictures. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I don't. I used to. I used to have, you know, when you, you're you shooting, uh, well, weddings in our case, but, you know, events for other people, I suppose, Um, like a little kind of tick list in your head of things you like to do. And I used to try. I used to like trying to get the uh, what do they call it, like the waiters and waitresses, whatever they call them, coming into the room with all the plates of food
0: oh, and I Try and do yeah,
1: that slow yeah. with a yeah, drag. Yeah that element of movement and motion i haven't done it for a while but i've done that one as well uh, i might
0: have copied you on that one kev i don't know yeah
1: it's quite nice that sometimes it's possible depending on the layout of the room and and you know i like it if they're all dressed the same and they've got their gloves and they you know they all walk in 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 groups of five to deliver five at a time that's that usually as that's quite a nice shot but other than that, no, nothing really.
0: I think that's the the only reason I've used it as well. And as I say, I think I think I might have seen one of your shots once on that, and been being greatly um, greatly inspired. But I've I've also used, I suppose, during the during the first dance, Kev. Maybe that that would
1: count as well. Mm-hmm.
0: Where where you think? Oh, a little bit of movement might be nice here. Uh,
1: that's true. I have also done that. If there's a balcony, I like to get the normal stuff yeah. and then go up on the balcony and oh. and stick a slow slow mo on and and get a bit of motion.
0: Yeah, see people sort of whirling around. Mm -hmm. um but apart from that no there there is this thing we talked about it there is this thing at the moment about very movementy pictures in 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 certain
1: types styles of wedding photography isn't there seems to be a thing i think i think wedding industry is running out of things to be to make things so right back to the beginning again (laughs)
0: yeah yeah somebody introduced me the other day this might be an american stroke canadian idea not quite sure but it seems to be from your neck of the woods where people are um are spinning their their tires on the car uh, making loads and loads of smoke <sharp inhale> um and then the uh and then in essence the there's a smoke bomb for the for the bride and groomer standing at the front of the car and kissing have you seen that one
1: uh no i haven't
0: Coming to a wedding near you soon, Kev? Oh, no, I forgot you are retiring just in time.
1: <laughs> yeah. Uh, yes, sorry, I'm just... Repl- <laughs> I just did my little emoji uh, thumbs up to Patrick to say I've answered his question on next week's show. or well, the mm. show coming up and then somebody replied saying, I didn't realise Kev was retiring from the show. So I'm having to reply to them now. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not going anywhere. Uh, yes. So, yes. Um, yeah, I mean, there's a lot of good... I, you know me. I'm not a big fan of, of kind of the milky, watery type stuff. No. You know, stuff. But... Um, yeah, there's, there's, there's good people are doing good things with the, um, in the landscape world with ND filters, that's for sure. Yeah, yeah. And people often forget the X100V has got, I think it's a six-stop ND five, now. It used to be it? three, five? I think it's six stops it now. six? I thought it was
0: five.
1: Oh, it might have been five, yeah. I know it was more than three. Let me just um,
0: check that. that uh, how many stops? Three stops was generally enough to get a good exposure in the daylight. In the X100V, we now have a four-stop filter, so four. <laughs>
1: Yeah, there we go. I do use when I on the occasions I do take my X one hundred V to Spain with me, I do generally just leave it on the N D filter all the time.
0: Yeah, I, I used um I've used it the last couple of years in Scotland when I've been photographing. If you can if it's bright day then you're on a bit of a hiding to nothing, but I've used the N D filter and got some, some nice sort of I know it's not your favourite, but nice cotton cotton wool water in the locks. Uh, around uh, big stones and stuff. it's uh, That X100V is a very powerful, very capable, very able bit of kit, which I see, by the way, from a conversation we were having around the table last week, is in short supply again.
1: I've been in short supply for ages. Well,
0: uh, don't, don't, like don't forget. Uh, I'm not short supply. Uh, no, no, about a month, uh, do you remember about a month or a month and a half ago, maybe maybe more, I don't know, we looked at the site
1: and suddenly, boom! there were loads. We're not, I don't know, uh, I can't remember that, to be honest with you, but... They're not easy to get hold of. Anybody want to buy mine? Do you want to sell it? Yeah, I'll sell it. Anything's oh. got a price. Really? How much? A million. Oh, won't be buying it that one. Comes complete with um, scratches. Yeah. Sweat stains, ripped oh, cover. Nice. Oh. If somebody um, said to
0: you twelve hundred quid, what would you say?
1: No. Because that's not even, uh, no, I wouldn't, I wouldn't, I, I, I would, no, <laughs> I'm not going to say I wouldn't sell it, but no. Thirteen. Because it retails for more than that.
0: Yeah, I know, but it's, the, yours has got scratches and stuff all over, fourteen
1: hundred quid. That's character, they should sell them starting like that.
0: <laughs> fourteen, what about fourteen? No. Sixteen? No. Seventeen? No. Twenty one
1: hundred? You would be thinking about
0: Ooh, it. Oh, it's starting to move now. All right, well, we know your price um it begins with a two shan Shan tamook hi neil uh not really oh it's just to me this one so uh i did come to fujicast not quite a photography question but i figured you'd be the person to ask i made the mistake of suggesting to my boss we start a podcast at work for the area we work in to which i was involuntarily volunteered involuntarily volunteered to be the host uh, I've been learning as much as I can about audio recording, the subsequent processing steps like compression, etc. But in terms of the actual hosting and interviewing side of things, do you have any tips that you yourself have discovered over the years? Michael, I've worked in it 30 years, Shan. Not quite sure I can get that down into to two minutes. Maybe you, something you wouldn't find within a typical YouTube video. I have to say the the YouTube videos do cover this area really well. But I, I don't know. I mean,
1: I. You can do it in two minutes. Go on, ready? Minutes. I'll start the countdown. Ready? It's like You'll like have to talk over me counting though. 120. Uh, I can't do that. Kev, I've got brain fog. 118. I, I, I 117. Kev, no one's
0: going to hear anything that's being said. <laughs> I don't know what what uh, you. But I tell you what, you, you could do the same as what Mullins, what Mullins did, which is what I would do if I were starting again now, because I have a lovely studio set up, but. I think what's the one you've got? You've got the road um you've got the f-
1: I've got the original roadcaster. Roadcaster, yeah. haven't you? So there's so a new one now, 1. which I think Steve Vaughan bought. Um but I haven't got the new one.
0: Yeah, I've I've got Mark Two, um, and I've got Mark One. They're both they're both good. Mark two does a few more things with regard to what you can plug into the back of it. But really you'd be fine with a Mark One, you're getting reasonably cheap. That's like a studio in a box, isn't it, Kev? It's
1: great. I love it. I use it for my radio show yeah. and it's Brilliant. I mean, I use it for this also, but it's for the radio show. It's amazing. In, in terms it of buttons and jingles and all sorts.
0: Yeah, and you just plug your microphones in. That will deal with your compression and your output and so on and so forth. And then it all, should all sound lovely when it goes to air. But uh, he, uh, but, but he, he went further than that, though. In terms of the actual hosting and interviewing side of things, uh, any tips over the years? Interviewing, just listen to them. So many interviewers don't listen. They want to talk about themselves, but they don't listen to what's being said to them. That's number one. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Thanks, Kev. Um, And in terms of actual hosting, find yourself somebody you like. (laughs) Oh, dear. Shall I answer this one by email? Uh, like, yeah. yeah maybe. Let, let me do that. It came in a little while ago, so I apologise, Shan. It's taken a month to get to this one. Best thing you can do is listen to people that you like on the radio or podcasting and, and emulate to an, an extent what they're doing. Don't copy, but just, you know, emulate. Like people do when they photograph. <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> And that is the applause for the end, is it? Right, okay. <laughs> That's perfect. <What laughs> and, a, a, and have fun, what he said. Yes. Well done, Shan. Right, your one. Go to, I'll tell you what, while you're, because um, I've got the Lurgy here, I managed to bring the Lurgy back. I think I've got the Loch Ness Lurgy. Oh. So let, I'm going to go and get myself some water while you're, you're doing the question
1: from Facebook. Right. So this is actually from aforementioned Steve Vaughan, moderator extraordinaire. He says, question based on a thread in another group which I think is in another documentary wedding photography group is this is how I'm trying to read it how do you respond when a guest at a wedding asks you to take their photo in our 12 years of weddings we have been asked this a lot we always say yes although we might suggest moving to a better location then that's not documentary is it Steve one it seems others don't agree do you one decline two take it three pretend to take it or four something else (laughs)
0: <laughs> what would the something
1: else be? Well I do sort of something else, do you okay Well I find I it of, well I,
0: I do take do do? it
1: I, I take it. I do, just... you, do you suggest they move to another location?
0: Well if they look really interesting and I think, oh, I might have one for my little collection of portraits I'm starting to make, yes I will. But generally, oh. I'll just do it there and then and take it. And the other day, actually, the only thing that annoys me is when people have had a few drinks. Mm. Or you may take a picture of your Yeah, wife. exactly. And, and annoy, annoy made me mildly irritated more than annoyed because I'm uh, not that annoyed. But, but the, the other day, it literally was photographer yeah. over here, me and mum, me and mum. Yeah, me and mum. I, I went, first of all, I went, pardon? Me and mum, like I couldn't speak English. Mm-hmm. And I very, very nearly, very nearly, very
1: nearly said, and the
0: magic word is, but fortunately, Kev, I didn't.
1: I do not respond to clicking fingers at all. That's mm. for sure. It does happen. You're right. It's an awful thing. What? So what I tend to do um, is I'll never say no. Of course I won't. But I will I'll do the picture there and then. Boom, bish, bash, bosh. And then I immediately flip the battery at the bottom of my camera <laughs> and i say oh look at that battery's gone i just go out, so i just gotta go and change my battery and then i immediately vacate the area because otherwise <laughs> you only do if you do one then the person next yeah, to them go oh brilliant. can i have one as well they And can i have one can i have one so yeah, they don't gone. do that do they no, yeah well i don't know because i go
0: i'm not sure that one portrait breeds another
1: i think they do they're breeding they're worse than blinking Breed, rabbits Breedy things
0: Uh, It can happen, you are right though It can happen when people are doing group shots If a couple of surprise group shots Happen, like somebody might say Oh, do you think we should do um, The the group shot uh, the, uh, normally the evening, isn't it? After dinner, they'll say, so. "Should we do that one that's got everybody that was in the such and such frisbee club?" Oh, what a lovely idea! <laughs> and then before you know it, then then somebody says, "We should do the uni one, shouldn't we?" And then maybe we should do the one where everybody started with the letter G is in, the, and that that can breed. Yes.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's definitely when I my batteries run out and I need to you go and change my do, shirt. Do you really do that? Do you drop the yeah. battery out? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> every time because ah. i don't want to i don't it's not what i do best i don't do it very well you know and so there's no point and i want to get on and do what i'm meant to be doing
0: if it goes on too far do you sometimes say to them look really I've, I've not been employed to come and do it this way
1: well it doesn't does it because like i say i mean one for example i shot a wedding on the weekend sally's wedding who is a photographer lovely 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 wedding very South african themed because her new husband is South african okay. You know, we were speaking to her up front about the group shots. She wanted three group shots and she wanted to do them on the steps of the church after the, the ceremony and so I was saying to her that's fine we can do it there but just bear in mind that you know what will happen is her being a photographer herself knows that you know we're going to get mobile phones over my shoulder all that kind of stuff blah 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 and she just said no no that won't happen I've sorted it all out I've spoken to the people I'll organise it we'll just call them in we'll do it bish bash bosh job done and that was it done job done but you're right occasionally there might be you know oh can we have like you say the yeah. <laughs> the. Free there's Frisbee gang and stuff like that. And if it's the bride and groom that ask that, then... Typically, I'll just stare at them angrily, but say yes, begrudgingly. Um, it doesn't happen very often, purely because of the the notes I send them up front. But if it's the frisbee, the captain of the frisbee team from 2008 asking me, then I just say, Oh, no, 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 we, we're not really doing those kind of shots. We've done it's a documentary approach today. Do, does then, that, and the, then I take my battery out.
0: Yeah. <laughs> that doesn't <laughs> invite the, the possibility that people might say, Oh, that, that photographer's a bit grumpy, does it? Or do, well, you, not, do you not
1: care? So at the aforementioned <laughs> wedding on Saturday, at Sally's wedding, um not one but two people came up to me and said are you all right <laughs> no <laughs> yeah. and i said yeah yeah i'm fine he said well, you don't look very happy i was like i'm all right this is you know, this is that's what my wife says to me all the time and uh and so i break that kind of ice and then afterwards <laughs> i was speaking to sally and i said she knows this is what i look like i just i this is my face yeah it's just my face it's a resting face yeah
0: well at least yeah. it wasn't the client that was asking you
1: no, well, I'm sure. I'm sure many of them have thought exactly the same thing. But you know, it's. I'm not going to. I, I'm not. I don't walk around my own house with a big smile on. So I'm not going to be walking around no. weddings for twelve hours doing it. That would be exhausting, wouldn't it? Mm. Yeah, it's it, it's hard work for me to smile because. I have very heavy eyebrows and right. so the weight pressure is quite dramatic. Didn't we say that you only do
0: uh, how much what was the figure that we used to use? You only do twelve a year or something, or twelve a twelve a 10, month? Ten
1: a month, ten, 10 a month. miles a month, yeah. And they're usually months. all used up by the beginning of the first week, yeah.
0: Right.
1: <laughs> I've forgotten about that. <laughs> Stephen Murphy has sent one
0: in. After importing images from my X-T3 to Lightroom, they're displaying in the library module as embedded previews, usually, with a nicely balanced colour tint and temp. But when I open them in the Develop module, I can see a very discernible increase in purple tint, uh, which I, I then have to remove with a slider. I shoot and display with a Provia profile. Why is this happening,
1: says Stephen in Ireland. Well, I'm assuming these are RAW files, did he say raw? I missed the first bit of the question. Uh,
0: uh, the, well, they must be. They're coming in with embedded, uh, embedded. Yeah, so they have to be embedded raw. Files. Otherwise, go. So yeah, so yeah. they're coming in with embedded previews with a nicely balanced color tint and temperature.
1: So, and the answer to that simply is that when you do first import into Lightroom, it will show you the JPEG preview. Yes, which is what you would have seen on your EVF or OVF. And then, as soon as you go to, well, in fact, if you leave it in the library module, eventually that will kind of filter down. And as soon as you go to develop, it takes you back to the raw file, and that, that's the whole point of it. Raw is raw so you might need to do some editing to it provia does have a little bit of a magenta tint to it ah, naturally that's,
0: yeah okay
1: yeah and so the original provia film stock did as well but the raw file shouldn't really be showing showing that the raw file should be the same regardless what film simulation Yeah. So he's,
0: he's opening the raw file in develop module that's when he's seeing this purple tint
1: yeah then that's that's nothing to do with the fact that he's shooting provia nothing whatsoever right. it may be you know there might be perhaps a white balance in his camera is set to just a, a micro adjustment might have affected the white balance and if his raw, if his develop slider is set to for white balance as shot which yeah. is the default then it will inherit that white balance so that's something to to think about and have a quick look at um, but if you if you basically find that all your raw files are slightly off in terms of the hue that you want and there's you know you, you're not inheriting the, the white balance or anything like that yeah. then just create an import preset that adjusts it accordingly and then when you're importing on the right hand side of the import dialog box you can tell it to run a preset during import which will just slightly adjust that Um, magenta hue all the way through
0: thanks Stephen best of luck right we're motoring through these we don't have a book today do we we're just motoring through questions right go on Uh, let's go for another question Kev we should be able to put lots of emojis and ticks against all these oh don't mention ticks I thought the other day I might have to give you a call I (laughs) I wasn't well and actually take you up to uh, the the only people I know I could trust in the world to do this apart from obviously Sam but she was busy was I thought who am I going to get to see if I've got a tick on me bum um, all all day long I've been photographing
1: Why were you thinking of me?
0: Well, uh, because I, I thought I've known you long enough, Kev That I could say, Kev, a bit embarrassing But as if, you know, like, like we've been to war together Any chance you could come and see if a tick needs removing?
1: <laughs> <laughs> I, have your dog, has your dog ever had one?
0: Well, you brought one into the bed only about a month ago Ooh. That was very lucky that we saw it before mm-hmm. before pulling the sheets across Oh, horrible things in there. Well, it's think... like, he looked very happy with himself. I mean, he did not it didn't stay on him, but he's had his tick treatment. Yeah. Why can't happening. humans have this tick and flea treatment like the dogs have? It seems to work for them. They probably just put a bit of it. They just dab it on the back of their neck,
1: don't they? You just
0: just do that. No, we don't use that one. We do the pill one, and then we have to—we oh, have to make him believe that it's rolled up in sausage, and the sausage is, o- and then he like. Uh, You've got in. one of them
1: vets. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no the stuff on the back of the neck doesn't work sir you need to invest in this really expensive version.
0: i think they're both the same money <laughs> although actually i actually we have had to buy more pills in the past because he
1: spits them out cheese that's the way we get tablets down our dogs well we've yeah.
0: tried that i'm telling you he loves cheese but he'll soon find the pill other things but those dear t- ticks can be a uh they are in scotland there are there are a few because there's a few deer hanging around, but there's a new tick variant in the south. To go be careful of this one's horrible, nasty piece of work. Right where we live, you and I, right in that valley. Oh, I keep an eye out for that.
1: Uh, anyway, when, why,
0: why were we talking about ticks?
1: Oh, no idea. You wanted me to come around and look at Sam's bum?
0: No, no, I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> it was my. You meant? Did you mention tick? No, you did. What? What? What were you reading out?
1: It was about group random group shots at weddings. Oh, oh mate, is it? it's, it's time! It's time for you to start, <laughs> start thinking about, you know, get your pension. I reckon.
0: Whose turn is it to do a question? Mine or yours? Oh, well,
1: I'll do it because I don't know if you're capable of reading one out. <laughs> um, this is this is from Helg Corneliusen, yeah. who whose wedding I actually photographed up in northern Norway oh, a few years ago. Nice, very nice. Hi, Kev. Hi, Neil. Big fan of the podcast. I joined PickTime a couple of months after I started listening to you and couldn't be happier about how the photos are presented to my clients. There we go. Boom, boom. I heard you talking about selling digital files to guests off weddings and was wondering about how you set that up and how you come up with a pricing plan for that. Any ideas would be helpful. Cheers from Norway. Well, you launch first then, since so you um, it's your client. Yes. Well, in terms of setting it up, um, I have mine set up so the client's, you, you can set in your digital downloads area, you can set it up so clients, well, this is what I do anyway, that the clients have them full high res download for free, clients only, though, not guests you can set it up to be a bit more specific. So you, it can be things like clients only are free, guests are free, uh, supply, invited by photographer, which is usually suppliers yeah. are not free, that kind of thing. However, I just keep it clients are free, but not the guests.
0: What do you do? I'm, I didn't quite catch that with regard to when you've got suppliers. So you've got the chair cover person, for example. Yeah, you, I mean, you're not charging them. Are you charging them? Are they are they going to do? No, I, no. I,
1: I, I don't. I don't really get those kind of emails, but, i'm just i'm just telling you that you can Mm. separate it out you know you can do it by individual emails if you wish so for example um they might their clients might say oh my mum and dad want to download the images um and then you can just add their email address into that list that filter list if you like so the way that the easiest way to get to this is if you go to the gallery setup link in your gallery for your client so in my case i'm looking at a wedding gallery um, you've got name and cover, photos, gallery setup, automations, all that kind of stuff. Under gallery setup, you've got a, an option that says downloads. It says allow free high-res downloads or allow free websites downloads. So I check allow free high-res downloads right. only, not yeah. the web one. Yeah. And then in the more settings box, you can you can expand on that. So it says allow free high-res downloads, and you can choose um, the actual the or, or entire gallery or amount of them. So you might be able, you might say you can download five for free or something. I choose all, photo, all photos, main clients only. And then if you want to sell downloads, as it says here, users who are not allowed to download photos for free, i.e., not the main clients, will be able to buy them. This option requires enabling the product in your price list. That's where you go to your price list and you add up your digital downloads and you can set whatever price you want there so i charge 25 pounds per one and 100 pounds for five right
0: wow you're a lot more than me then yeah
1: i don't nobody buys them though (laughs) not the digital (laughs) downloads yeah well that's not true some people do but very few
0: i made it a lot lot less quite a while back had a flurry of selling quite a few and then and then nothing i think people just take their own pictures at weddings kev
1: yeah i mean yeah i you, you know you also have to remember that most clients i'm I'm guessing only share their wedding gallery with their immediate families yeah they're not likely to send the link out to ninety odd people are they
0: um I've got one here this is this is a story with a sort of a moral more than a question, and it's a reason why you should always use flash so <laughs> I'm not quite sure how it's how it's going to appeal to you kev would you would you like me to have a go at it though?
1: I'm already confused, but yes, go ahead.
0: Right. Okay. Well, look, it was from a letter we had. I think we did this on the last show. Good day, Kev. Good day, Neil. This is John. I think it's Debrinkat. Debrinkat. (laughs) cat You know John, don't you?
1: Yeah. the stro- I don't know his cat. <laughs>
0: John the Strobist from Melbourne. Really, really oh, ent- J.D.
1: Strobist. That's it. That to en-
0: enjoy yeah. listening to the Fujikast podcast. Toward the end of your latest, Neil mentioned Kev's mate Mark Dell regarding the shadowing of working photographers making TikTok images, copying the pose. They, they, they were essentially just following, I mean, this could work in other genres too, following the pro around and then making the same pictures that the pro was setting up. Do you remember the story?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I have a possible solution. A few years ago, a friend of mine who runs a photo business in Melbourne asked me to assist him shooting a wedding, and I went along. On the day, fascinated, watching him darting around, getting lots of images. Later at the reception, I noticed a similar situation as what you two mentioned – My mate was uh, setting up the bride and groom for a reception picture and I couldn't help noticing about half a dozen people standing directly behind him. The photographer, that is, with their iPhone cameras, uh, all pointed directly over my mate's shoulder at the couple that he just spent so much time setting up. The money shot was being grabbed by everyone. I thought to myself, I don't shoot weddings at all. Probably best I take a photo as well to pass on to my mate. Since I'm his second shooter, just about everybody else in the reception hall is taking a shot. I noticed there was a stall. I stood on it, get a view of the couple, and there was already a dozen people in front of me. Uh, I couldn't see the couple if I hadn't got onto the stall. Taking my shot was really simple because my mate had done all the hard work setting it up. All I did was take the shot, but I did it with my flash. When I got down from the stall... A few of the guests asked to see my picture because they noticed the flash going off, and they were surprised because it looked much better than their, their phone screens. The only thing I did different was use a flash. My picture was no better than anybody else's, but in my opinion it looked completely different, 100%. You won't be able to copy just yet a picture taken with a camera and flash, as opposed to a phone at the moment. I'm not saying that using flash is necessarily better, but it's certainly different. Anyway, I handed over the card to the pro photographer, my mate, at the end of the night. He showed the picture that I'd taken to the bride and groom, and they wanted a copy of that shot, so I was very happy. I recommend using a flash, particularly in situations when you want to be different. He's got a kind of point there,
1: isn't he, Kev? Yeah, and that's why his Instagram is called JD Strobist. Yes. (laughs) But yeah, no, very valid point. Uh, There was that, that urban myth, I don't know if it was an urban myth or whatever, back in the day where, you know, if people were behind you, taking pictures over your shoulder and you had a flash in your camera, just turn the flash, point to the people behind you and blast them in their face. <laughs>
0: <laughs> that sounds like the the stories of those that used to be in press packs. Yeah. You know, they're all on their, their, their step ladders or whatever, and they're, they're at a red carpet event or something. And people mm. used to lean around and uh, in the days of manual focus, Kev, they'd mm. unfocus your camera. They'd just turn the focus uh, ring and... Uh, that's what people used to... Horrible people. will way people treat each other, Kev? I know. P.S. Keep up the great work. Glad to hear Kev's dad is on the mend. And Kev is not retiring yet. <laughs> uh, have we got time for one more? We might have time for one more. I think we've got time for one more, Kev. Go on. One more, Kev. One more song. One more okay, song. One.
1: This yeah. is from a Florian Murchin. Right. Uh, very quick. says, hey, I really enjoy the show and have a quick question. Mm. Do you use focus and recompose or shift the focus point with your joysticks? I beg your pardon. That's very personal. Mm. Yeah, I never. I haven't touched my joysticks since I was a teenager. <laughs> oh, Kevin.
0: Um, uh, no,
1: I use focus and recompose. Yeah, always, I, always. Always focus re- and always, recompose. Always. Yeah. Yeah. Um, very, very... I can't think of the last time I, I didn't... I, I'm talking about when I'm shooting weddings, yeah.
0: Unless you're using the much better eye focus um automatic eye focus thing these days
1: yeah i don't use that either
0: do you not i thought you were using
1: that no don't have it mind you i've got the xt 5 not the xh2s well xt
0: 5 has that as
1: well doesn't it yeah it does have it i don't use it
0: i've got to say on the xh2s that is a game changer kev
1: Mm. still struggling with your focus buttons
0: (laughs) no i'm not at all no i'm all (laughs) all i'm all right thank you very much right that's it I obviously need to go and take a, a long lie down in a darkened room. I can't remember why we were talking about ticks. When I, <laughs> when I, when I edit this back, I'm I'm suddenly going to realise. Oh, oh, <laughs> that's what we were doing. Never. It's it's always a surprise listening back to the show. E- even though I've sat here and lived it with you, Ken. That's it for another week. Um, get your questions in, please. Two click at FujiCast. .co.uk. That's the email way of getting your questions in. Click at FujiCast.co.uk. Or you can send them via the, the, the Facebook group, can't you, Kev? How do we yep. do that? Let's
1: go to the Facebook group. Um FujiCast Facebook group. We now have 3,250 members. Oh, blimey. Um, and uh, yeah, at the top there is a thread that says um, it's impossible for me to clean this up now. New, new year, new questions for the show, and that was on, and that was 2022. However, that thread is still the one you're looking for. It's pinned to the top, and that is where we will slowly, slowly try and get around to answering uh, the questions, even the ones that were from like 15 weeks ago that we haven't done yet. Can you
0: not edit the description to that?
1: Uh, it's not in the description. It's in the date posted.
0: Oh right. Oh okay. Yeah. Fair enough then. Now there one thing, go. one thing we didn't mention, which we will, because uh, I think with the the autumn and the winter coming up now, we'll have a bit more time, Kev, to have a proper chat about this. But at the start of March 2024, we are we are in London, aren't we? We are for the.
1: Um, well first weekend of March, which I think is the first of March no, kind of time.
0: Second and third, Saturday. Second and third, there Saturday, we go. Second, wrong already. Sunday, third. But we'll be there Friday evening, won't we? Friday Friday the first of, of March.
1: Yes. So something will be happening
0: <laughs> in London. Mark it in your diary. Don't go out that entire week. Well, do go out, but go out with us. And that's yes. it. We'll and if you're Welsh, wear a daffodil. Well <laughs> oh, you be careful by the way in your rubber band airlines this weekend. <laughs> And your and your judo. Don't go doing anything silly. Don't be a hero, Kev. Do not be a hero. You're not fighting fit at the moment. Don't be a hero. Take your judo suit but leave it in the room. Use it just to go down to the pool in the hotel, fancy hotel where you stay. We'll see you in a couple of weeks. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. The FujiCast is an independent Loading Zone production. Email the show with your questions and words of wisdom to click at fujicast.co.uk. Email any complaints and political nonsense to our wives who will deal with your comments in their own good time and in their own good way.